it's about to go down in a minute let me touch down i'ma get it cause i i i been waiting all night it's game time it's game time on espn central texas here's tom barfield and garrett ross it's a couple of minutes after four o'clock and welcome welcome to a friday edition of game time tom and garrett we're glad you're with us and we're brought to you by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat your friend in the car business and we are glad you're with us uh boy i tell you what we're going to uh we're gonna have a buddy on uh, a little later on in the program mark finkner who for several years was mm-hmm. the voice of the texas tech red raider baseball team and has uh, since moved over to uh, the um, women's basketball broadcast, but still very engaged with Texas Tech baseball. And he's going to be on with us at 415 to talk about the success of the Red Raiders over the last 10 years or so, and you know, or even longer, really, in, in, in co- what uh, Coach Tim Tadlock and, and uh, the Red Raiders have been all about. But, man, alive, not today. <sighs> it, is not to, it is not pretty for the Red Raiders. No, I mean, this game started off ugly. Uh, Tech come out. They, they made the decision to start a freshman. So you put him out there, and the pitcher he's going up against is the best pitcher in the Pac-12. Um, and the first batter kind of set the tone for the Cardinal. He got a home run. Um, and then the second batter comes up, and the only thing that stops from back-to-back home runs is the center field wall being raised. And they set uh, Stanford set the tone early, and they haven't looked back. Uh, they're now up on the Red Raiders, six to two, in the top of the seventh uh, with the bases loaded. All right, so I, you're watching it in here, and I was not watching it in 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 my office. Who did they start? They um, I know it was a freshman. Uh, what was his name? Number twenty-eight. Gosh, mm, I can't think of his on, name. Hang on, hang on. Uh, Chase Hampton. Chase Hampton. That's him. Well, they started a guy that was four and zero. Yeah, <laughs> he's four and zero with an ERA of three point three two. So not horrible. I no. mean, you know, a, a good good arm for him. Obviously, that's his eighteenth appearance of the season. But anyway, it didn't work out today. And they got behind the eight ball early, didn't they, Garrett? They did. You know, one of the funny things I was telling me and J-Bo were talking about earlier is, you know, leading into this game, the heat, you know, how hot it's going to be in Lubbock playing this afternoon game. Stanford comes out and we're going to wear some black jerseys. And I'm like, man, this, that's this a message. might catch up with them. Well, that's not awesome. at all. That's not a message all. sent loud and clear, isn't it? Yep. We ain't worried about no Texas heat. <laughs> and they're like, hey, and by boy, the looks they, of it, they are not. <laughs> they are. They, they are decked out in black, aren't they? With, yeah, they are. With, uh, with, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, a black top and a black cap. and See, I told you about those hats, man. I like that I'm hat. I'm telling you. He's sporting a pretty cool-looking <laughs> cap. All right. So we'll keep you up to date on that. We'll talk to uh, to Mark a little later on the program. Uh, we're also going to talk to uh, Scott Chasen from uh, Kansas 247 Sports, get caught up on what's going on in KU country and see where they are uh, with their uh, football. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, because they, they just hired a new coach and, uh, you know, trying to catch, they're trying to catch up. And did you notice that they hired, they brought five guys from Buffalo, right? And they kept five guys from the uh, previous regime. Interesting, it is. You know, I wonder, you know, how much of that is, you know, contracts. You know, guys that are still, they just can't void. You know, and I think I know things are different, right, mm-hmm. at the college level. Um, but at the same time, I think it's smart. Especially with uh, Emmett, Emmett Jones, who was the interim, to have those guys and keep them there because those players that are 
are actively on this roster, they are bought into them. So I think it's going to help with that transition um, from Les Miles to Leopold. Now, the one thing you got to do if you're from that previous staff you got to buy into the new guy stuff. Absolutely. If you don't, if if you if it's every time we have a meeting, it's well we used to. Well, when the other guy was here, we did th- right. That doesn't work, and that's why a lot of times you see guys don't keep guys. Not that they're not good football right. coaches, but that their loyalty was to Coach Garrett Ross and not to Coach Tom Barterfield. Well, I mean, I think you can look right down the road at Baylor and you can see how these guys have have handled that transition and worked well. Joey McGuire, Sean Bell, Dan, David Wetzel, all these guys ha- it, that hasn't been a problem with them. And hopefully, that's what you're going to see in Kansas. These these people who can just kind of continue to roll with the new regime and uh, keep business as usual. All right, so we'll we'll uh, we'll talk to him about that. And then I'm looking forward to this conversation as well. The executive director of the American Football. Coach Coaches Association, Coach uh, Todd Berry is going to be with us, uh, and you you realize the AFCA is located right here in Waco yep. on University Parks Drive. Uh, you know they never really had a permanent home until Coach Taft took over as the executive director several years ago, and he said, "Hey, look, we got to have a building. Right. We got to have a place to to do research. We got to have a place, you know." And it's not just about college football. That's what so many people don't realize. The American Football Coaches Association is Everybody. just that. It's American football coaches from high school to to college to the mm-hmm. NFL and all points in between. I had an opportunity to intern with them when I was getting on here initially. It's been about two and a half years ago, and man, you're right. The, the outreach that they have, all the coaches, that big convention they have every year. There's so much knowledge shared uh, with these guys from all different levels, and it's it's a good organization. It's a great organization, and it's one that Waco should be uh, proud to call home. And so what all went on in that building when, when you were interning there? So you have um, what they're doing. They What they were starting to do at that time was they have a podcast that they put out each week. You mm-hmm. have about five – Five, I would say five to ten guys who are in there on a day-to-day basis um, who go through organizing these meetings. What I was doing was um, the, the big conventions that they would have um, for their magazine they put out every year. I would transcribe uh, those interviews and do these little, little write-ups that would go into the magazine. Um, but, man, it, it, there's all sorts of information being passed through at all times. Uh, coaches popping in and out to have uh, conversations to see how they can improve the game of football at all levels, not just on the field, but these things like we're seeing right now with the NIL. There's so many small details that go on right here. And it's also a uh, it's a resource for coaches if, hey, I- I'm looking to figure out how to do this in right. my offseason program. Hey, Coach Barry, can you direct me? to some guys that have mm-hmm. done this and had success with it. Just all kinds of things like that. So it's also a resource for the coaches. It is. And, I mean, they, they have an excellent job of their website. If you go to their website, they have so many resources there. I mean, from job openings across the nation to any just questions that you have regarding anything uh, related to the game of football, um, it, it's an excellent place to go and get the knowledge. Well, we'll so we'll talk with him uh, coming up uh, with Coach Barry coming up around 5 o'clock today. And then at 5.15, Jerry. Sandler of the Ranger Radio Network with the, is, uh, I wouldn't call it uh, uh, 
scheduled visit, but he's with us quite regularly. Uh, yeah, he. I would say he's definitely a regular. I started start saying <laughs> we could also call it irregular, but I mean, you know, it, it's 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 right. he, he's around with us a lot. And oh, we, yeah. we, man, and the knowledge that he brings with the Rangers, it's it's great to have him on the program. Oh, by the way, uh, a ball was misplayed in left field, and the uh, Cardinal. And I'm glad you said that correctly. By the way, Louisville is the Cardinal. No, yeah, this is the Cardinal. Yeah, color. It, yeah, it is. It's a different deal. Uh, and, and so the uh, the ball was misplayed by the left footer for the Red Raiders. It is now a 10-2 to two contest. What inning are we in, We are by in the, the top of the seventh, and Stanford has a runner on second, no outs. Yeah, not pretty. <laughs> no. Not pretty at all. All right, 10-2 is the uh, the score there, and we'll keep you posted. It's a 10 minutes after 4 o'clock. It is 4-10. This is game time here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we have got more of game time coming up. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Clear to partly cloudy this evening. Still a bit on the muggy side with low temperatures falling to 74 degrees. Your weekend forecast looks hot and humid with mostly sunny skies. Tomorrow, highs top out at 95 with a heat index of 102 and even hotter on Sunday with mostly sunny skies. A high of 96 and our heat index at 105. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather recently on the john moore show rick butler is our guest a former mcc baseball coach won the national championship at mcc in 1983 it's almost like a mash unit in in the world series that year uh we started the first game with greg dennis splitting his chin open on home plate had to have stitches and then uh, kenneth patterson got hit in the in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough and then jerry south and this is the one most people remember took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship so those were some tough guys, 58 and 7 records, nothing to scoff at, and they brought the prize home, and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss country legend Doug Stone. Friday night, June 25th at the Waco Hippodrome Theater in Waco. Tickets start at just $20 and can be purchased at WacoHippodromeTheater.com. Proudly presented by Shooter FM, Kicker Country, and JMT Music Entertainment. I need a jukebox with a country song. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Old Chicago is back and better than ever in Waco. Join them for their grand opening at 11 a.m. on Monday, June 14th. The first 100 guests will get free pizza for a year. Come early so you don't miss out. One lucky guest will win free pizza for life. That's right, free pizza for life. Located on South Jack Colgate Expressway in Waco. Monday, June 14th. No purchase necessary to participate. See restaurant for official rules. Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. Now, my business hours are whenever my customers need me. Business is changing. 
USPS is changing with it. Find out how at usps.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. Are you searching for a financial institution that offers a personal, one-on-one, small-town banking atmosphere? Citizen State Bank Hubbard can handle your personal, agricultural, and business banking needs, in addition to real estate loans. Check out their interest rates on CDs. They're the best in town. Plus, they offer the convenience of online banking and online bill pay. A proud supporter of Hubbard High School and all Jaggers athletic teams. Citizen State Bank Hubbard. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Dave Campbell's Texas football has released its 2021 preseason All-Texas team, and Baylor had five players make the list. Terrell Bernard, Riley Tejada, and Jalen Petrie received first-team honors, while Connor Galvin and Tristan Ebner made the second team. As camp season continues to roll across the country, Baylor will host their second camp of the summer tomorrow at McLean Stadium from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30. Camps are open to grades 9th through 12th and junior college prospects for just $50 per session. The Texas Rangers begin a five-game road tour tonight in L.A. against Max Muncy and the Dodgers. The Rangers will play three games at Dodger Stadium before heading to Houston to take on the Astros early next week. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas with pregame set for 8.30 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 4.15, we are 15 after 4. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. And we are brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And our 4 o'clock hour is a service of good feet in the Central Texas marketplace near Cabela's. All right, uh, we are talking some college baseball this afternoon, and we welcome in our good friend Mark Finkner. Mark was the uh, longtime voice of the Red Raiders and then decided that he didn't want to be outdoors anymore, so has moved inside <laughs> with, with the Red Raider basketball team, the Lady the lady Raiders. Is that not right, Mark? I mean, it, was, it wasn't it, – wasn't about temperature control and things of that nature? No, no. It had nothing to do with temperature control. And I'm, I'm not going to bore the audience with, with why I'm in. I had a great run, I, and I miss it. And I miss it, but, boy, I'm in a, but I'm also in a great spot personally. So it's it, it's all good. It's a it's a win-win for me, a win-win for my family, and, uh, and work with some great, great people. Glad to have you on the program, by the way. Let's talk a little bit about Red Raider baseball. And I know today's not going well. Uh, they're down, what, 11-2 in the seventh inning. But, Mark, yeah, this – Yeah, go ahead. I was going to yeah. say, this this is a team that, that is built on the mound to be able to come back down one nothing. Yeah, I mean, you start a freshman in Chase Hampton today that uh, he pitched really well against Army and had been pitching well up until today. I mean, and even today in the first inning, gives up a one-out home run. Okay, solo shot, no big deal. Then you give up a double, then a walk, then a questionable call. Maybe you had a pickoff, maybe you didn't. Close play, then three straight two-out hits. And that's what Tech did so well last weekend uh, in the regional, they hit the ball extremely well with two outs and with runners in scoring position. That's why they came through one of what I feel like may have been one of the tougher regionals 
with UCLA and North Carolina and Army and, and came through three and zero. But today, not playing good defense. Uh, you know, they've committed three errors. They've just not converted opportunities. And Stanford is just—they've taken full advantage. As you, you know, as you understand, when you get to this point, when you're one of the last sixteen, there's there's no more. Jacksonville's there's no more you know sneaky teams that just win their conference tournament and get in I mean you're you're facing some of the best but to your point Tom you've got guys tomorrow you'll go with uh, Monteverdi Patrick Monteverdi on the mound left-hander he's been good for you I've been rock solid you got another left-hander in Mason Montgomery but of course when you're down one nothing you you, you might have to do a, a couple of things different but you've got enough arms left I think to be okay, uh, you know. I mean, if you, <laughs> hey, I mean, you've seen it before here, uh, you know, in Lubbock. You've seen crazy things happen uh, late in games, so you're never out of it. But you got to feel like it's it's not looking good for you today. But but they've still got enough quality arms where they could win tomorrow and Sunday. And I mean, I felt like all along, whichever team won is going to take them three to get it done because I mean, these are two high quality teams and whichever one ends up going to Omaha, I think has got an opportunity against Arkansas on day one, provided they beat North Carolina state and they've got a chance to do some damage. Mark, were you surprised at all that the big 12 only got four teams in? Uh, not really. Um, as much as, you know, Baylor had a solid year, um, but anytime, you know, you talk about Baylor, you talk about K-State's late push, uh, you know, Oklahoma, you know, was trying to promote, Hey, we had one of the top strength of schedules in the country. They did. And all three of those teams had, had, you know, positives, but they all unfortunately had some hickeys. And, and anytime you put yourself in that position, I've learned, uh, you know, in my many years, and I'm not going to count how many I've been around, but I've been around enough to know that anytime you give someone an opportunity to say, mm, no, thank you, then you put yourself in a bad spot. So uh, it, it is unfortunate that the number two RPI conference in the country only got four in, but uh, unfortunately it was not surprising But because uh, I really thought Baylor would uh, get in, but after going 0-2, they say, ah, oh, you know, conference tournament doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, it, it can if the committee wants it to. So I, I, I hated it for Baylor because I think there were some really good things. And Baylor did something that that no other team has done in three years, and that's beat Tech in a series in Lubbock. They're the only team to do it since 2018. Mark, when you uh, when you look at the Red Raiders and you mentioned the consistency, particularly at home, why why is this program so good? Well, I think, I mean, you, you talk consistency. I mean, Tim Tadlock's in his ninth year. J. Bob Thomas, Matt Gardner, ninth year. You, you begin at Ray Hayward, ninth year. Joe Hughes, director of operations, ninth year. You kind of see a pattern there. These guys have all been together. They, they're all on the same page. They all know what they're looking for, what they want. And uh, and I just and I think to me that's one of the biggest things you have got going for you. Uh, these guys are great recruiters. Uh, you know, obviously Tim with what he did at Grayson for so many years. I mean, he's in their Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, obviously was a was a good player here at Tech. No question, loves being here. Was at Oklahoma for a few years and then came back here in twelve and then got the head job in thirteen and and he's just been able to put his stamp on it and and. And he's got the right guys with him pulling that rope, so to speak. 
to me, I think that's that's the biggest thing. I mean, they're they're great recruiters, they're great developers of talent, uh, and they're able to to just go out and, and get you know what what they want now, and and they're able to continue to develop it. They're not you know, it's not all JUCOs, it's not all high school kids. It's probably more high school than JUCO, but obviously with Tim's background, he's all he knows that there's always guys in the junior college ranks that can help him in the right spot. So he just he just got a knack for for getting the right guys in the right spots. Uh, speaking of Ted Lott, do you think he gets that lifelong contract if A and M doesn't come open? Yes, because uh, everything that went on with Chris Beard leaving to to take the Texas job because Kirby Hokut, the tech AD had offered Chris a lifetime contract. We find out after the fact way back in October, November before basketball season last year. And Chris kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's see. And ultimately decides, you know, that he, you know, when, when the Texas job comes open, he's a Texas alum. He decides he wants to go home. You know, that's, you know, that's his business. You know, that, that obviously rubbed a lot of people in Lubbock the wrong way. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, I'd known Chris for a long time when I was doing the men right after I stepped away from baseball in 07. And uh, I've known Chris a long, long time. Uh, still consider him a friend to this day. So, uh, but, but to your question, I think that this was something that was in place. Uh, I mean, Tim wants to be here. Um they're they're you know they're going to redo the clubhouse on the third base side. Uh, you know there's a clamoring for rebuilding the entire stadium. Uh, you know if if funding comes about, I'm sure that that will be talked about even more so because I mean you've already you've done a lot of things since 2007 when I walked away from it uh, with the suites and and you know club seating and and you know the overhang and chairbacks and I mean there's been a lot of stuff already done. But uh, you and that's what I was going to this level, and you're going to see some more of those type things happen. I think. Sorry, Mark. And that's what I was going to say. What what has transpired at Dan Law Field is really really impressive. For the first time, I went out there to the old hard uh, carpet slash. Part of it was carpet. Part of it was grass. And and now you've got you've got it. You've got a first class facility. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It, it, it's a great facility now. Um, some people think you could you could add seating or, or build it up even more. Uh, you know, I mean, I was around in the '90s when when the when there was more room for seating, and you had almost six thousand in there uh, back in the mid to late '90s when when Larry Hayes really had it going, and, and we were in a spot playing Stanford in '95 in Wichita to go to to go to Omaha and lost a couple of one run games to them. Uh, to keep us from from going in '95, but in '96 you hosted a regional, had USC in town, almost six thousand in the house for that. And I mean, it, even in the late '90s and and even in the early 2000s, before they started, you know, doing some different things, which you know made it nicer, but cut the seating back a little bit. So and and helping build that field house, or build the clubhouse and locker room on that third base side, the primary reason why the, the seating's a little bit less now than it was in the late 90s. Hey, Mark, I know you're busy. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. It's uh, good to catch up with you, buddy. Man, same here. And I know you guys, uh, man, appreciate you guys. Got so many great friends in the broadcasting business, including you, Tom, and John Morris, and, and Bruce Geetson, and, and everybody down there. Uh, hey, have a great weekend, and hopefully – 
we can get our guns up for Saturday, Sunday. All right. Talk to you soon, Mark. Appreciate it. You Thanks. got it. Thanks, bud. Anytime. You bet. Mark Figner, uh, longtime voice of the uh, Red Raider baseball team, and now he's uh, over on the uh, women's side doing Lady uh, Lady Raider basketball. So, uh, But I'm telling you, he is uh, he is in tune with what's going on with the Red Raider baseball. He's, he's not far away from it. Let me just say that. Oh, you can definitely tell. And, you know, talking about those renovations there, you got to wonder how much of, you know, influence you're going to see with, well, look what they did in Stillwater. We got to have that here. You know, and, and and that's a great point. It, it's an arms race, yeah. I guess, uh, for everybody that's uh, that's involved in uh, in 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 athletics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just look around in any sport. You oh, go, absolutely. well, they got that, so we got to have that plus this. <laughs> yep. You know, so uh, then they start beating on doors, going, "Hey, send that check, make it payable." <laughs> uh, all right, four twenty six, and we're going to take a second. And we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and I guarantee you, uh, Braden Emery is still smiling from ear to ear as he. Watch those McLennan Highlanders win that championship. Uh, they, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business, and uh, covering over four generations, which is, I mean, that's just unheard of in today's business world. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the reputation has been built one customer at a time, and it's simple. Their objective is to make sure that when their customer leaves, they leave as a very satisfied and happy customer. They offer the best in, cu- in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, uh, angle iron and, and, and structural pipe. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, 3 8 inch to 3 quarter inch. And basically what we're trying to tell you is they're the one-stop shop for all your steel needs. If you, uh, if you got... Uh, you, you just to let you know that they're open at Pioneer Steel and Pipe Monday through Friday from 7:30 until 5. They'll be open tomorrow from 8 until noon. They're at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane and also down in Bryan. Remember they deliver and they unload. And if you uh, you want to just uh, peruse at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, you can do it anytime 24/7 at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. It's One Chicago on a Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before, maybe maybe more than you'd like to hear me talk about it. So the line exactly is, it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Ha ha, I know. Well done by Derek Haas. We appreciate that. A mention of Baylor winning the national championship on Chicago Fire last night. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. They go the extra mile for you at Muirhead Ranch and Realty. If you're buying or selling, do yourself a favor and call Muirhead Ranch and Realty first. Teresa, Craig, and Shelly can give you a no-cost market evaluation. Plus, check out their website often, MuirheadRanchAndRealty.com, for daily new listings, plus information on surrounding North and Central Texas communities. They're able to answer all your residential and farm and ranch real estate questions at Muirhead Ranch and Realty, 201 North Magnolia Avenue in Hubbard. Since 1985, Wade Funeral Home has provided services to Central Texas families with care and compassion. Wade Funeral Home serves every family with pride, and they are able to offer a wide range of services to meet your family's needs. They will listen to you to help plan a celebration consistent with your expectations. Also see them for pre-planned funerals and cemetery monuments. Wade Funeral Home, 201 Northwest 3rd Street in Hubbard and 4140 West Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. Let them help you plan the celebration of lives lived. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. 
I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Goodfeet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Alan Samuels is celebrating Jeep Freedom Days. It's an exciting time for the Jeep Cherokee and the new Grand Cherokee. Built tough as nails and able to stand up to any challenging off-road trails or city roads, travel with the innovative technology to meet your lifestyle. Jeep, a great SUV. Alan Samuels, the award-winning customer service Central Texas dealer, the best place to get your next SUV. Located at 201 West Loop 340 or visit them online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Come by, let's be friends. At Hubbard City Drug, they say they are a drugstore and more. A family-owned and independent pharmacy in business since 1980, Hubbard City Drug offers full prescription services and free delivery within a five-mile radius. They pride themselves in providing fast and friendly service for their patients. They also have several gift lines with a wide variety of wedding, baby, and seasonal gifts. Hubbard City Drug, 200 North Magnolia Avenue, 254-576-2241 at HubbardCityDrug.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Dave Campbell's Texas football has released its 2021 preseason All-Texas team, and Baylor had five players make the list. Terrell Bernard, Riley Tejada, and Jalen Petrie received first-team honors, while Connor Galvin and Tristan Ebner made the second team. As camp season continues to roll across the country, Baylor will host their second camp of the summer tomorrow at McLean Stadium from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30. Camps are open to grades 9th through 12th and junior college prospects for just $50 per session. The Texas Rangers begin a five-game road tour tonight in L.A. against Max Muncie and the Dodgers. The Rangers will play three games at Dodger Stadium before heading to Houston to take on the Astros early next week. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas with pregame set for 8.30 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, 432, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuel Studios, Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Back to the phones we go, and we uh, welcome into the program Scott Chasen from Kansas 247 Sports. Scott, good afternoon and happy Friday. Uh, thanks. Happy Friday to you guys as well. It's funny, uh, maybe less in radio, working in sports, I often forget what day it is. But thanks for the reminder that it is indeed Friday. Hey, I was just looking uh, at, at KU's situation coach leopold five he brought in from buffalo on his coaching staff and kept five uh ironic or is by design i mean obviously by design but very interesting i i think yeah well i think the plan was one just a blending of staffs which was something that i think leipold wanted because i think he's really thrived on continuity you know he's had his offensive coordinator with him for eight years 
He's had his defensive coordinator with him for 14 every year uh, of his head coaching career. So he's like that continuity. Um, I'm, I'm not sure Kansas was in the best financial situation to, you know, fire 10 assistants, bring in 10 new ones. And so I think that was probably part of it too. But uh, there were a few assistants in Kansas that had stuck around a while that I think he was excited to keep. And he was asked, you know, what kind of led to some of the decisions about guys he would keep versus guys he wouldn't. And he said, first and foremost, do you want to be here? Because, again, I think continuity is so important to him. And the guys that he kept have mostly been in Lawrence since the start of the Les Miles era. Two haven't. Uh, one of them has Kansas City ties and, and wants to stay in Lawrence for a long, long time. So um, I think that's kind of how this staff got formed and how you end up with a half Buffalo, half Kansas uh, staff coming together in Lawrence. Obviously, there are a lot of things that have got to get done, and you're not going to get them all done in, in 24 hours. But uh, what 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 are the priorities for KU football, not only this summer but going into fall camp? Well, I think the first priority was – kind of re-recruiting players on the roster. And Lance Leipold said he didn't like that term. Um, you know, it, again, it makes things maybe sound like they're more in flux than they are. But that was kind of the first directive of the staff was Lance Leipold met with every single player individually uh, and kind of underrated. You know, people talk about a, a normal coach hiring timeline. You know, it normally happens late in the year, November, December, and then you kind of get your class together. So the thought was that, hey, there could be some benefit to Kansas that this coaching search is so late, no one else is hiring a coach, you've got time to settle in. But what I think ended up happening is, you know, they meet the players, or at least some of them, and then all of them get to go home for, you know, even if it's just a week or two for summer break or whatever, um, before they have, you know, workouts and stuff back on campus. Uh, a lot of those guys left. And so, you know, all of a sudden transfer uh, portal decisions start happening. The most, you know, the latest being Karan Prunty, who apparently is being recruited, you know, at least reportedly by Ohio State um, now. And, and so you, you kind of get in this situation where you haven't really even been able to build connections with uh, the players on campus. And now all of a sudden they're going home where people are telling them, you know, any sort of thing. So I think that was number one was, hey, you know, let's figure out what's, in, what's going on in Lawrence. Let's build some connections between staff members uh, and coaches. And then, you know, I also think just filling out the staff, support staff and all of that, there's still, I think as of today, they finalized uh, a few more staff positions. So um, I think it's been getting things set and then slowly turning to recruiting because uh, obviously this month is so important for that with everything opening up for the first time in over a year. Uh, they've had a lot on their plate. It's probably better timing-wise than – you know, maybe it would be if you tried to hire a coach against all these other programs and uh, signing day was right around the corner, whatever. But doing it on this timeline also kind of presented its own unique challenges. Um, and that's been something they've had to deal with, too. Scott, and you mentioned recruiting there. And right now, Baylor and Kansas are kind of battling it out for 2022 Cedar Hill cornerback Jalen Peoples. What are your your what are you your thoughts on this? And do you like Kansas's uh, chances of landing Peoples? Yeah, well, you know, it was interesting. He obviously just made a visit to Kansas, and he called off another visit and moved up his commitment date by a few weeks. And I think that's usually an indicator uh, of a prospect knowing where they want to go or at least having an idea uh, that they're ready to make a commitment. Now, obviously, as you guys know, I mean, commitments aren't necessarily binding, and uh, certainly covering Kansas, I can't tell you the number of guys I've covered who have committed and then for one re reason or another have flipped even to another Big 12 school. Um, you know, well before they even make it to the early signing day. So, um, yeah, I, I do think Kansas is in a good position, and I think the reason why 
you have Emmett Jones, who has, you know, so many kind of mm-hmm. ties to that DFW area. And then, uh, obviously, you know, Chevis Jackson, or I shouldn't say obviously, Chevis Jackson is a guy who, uh, when he took the job at Kansas, I believe he was the first assistant that Les Miles hired. He's the defensive backs coach. Now I believe it's just cornerbacks because of some, you know, staff reshuffling. But uh, when he was hired, it was kind of a question of like, you know, how much experience does this guy have? How good is he going to be? Uh, he was someone Les Miles really trusted, really wanted on staff. And he's turned into one of their better recruiters. He's gone into some places that Kansas, you know, hasn't necessarily had the most success in in SEC country. Uh, and he's been big recruiting there. And then also, um, you know, we hear about him now going into Oklahoma and obviously going down into Texas and kind of working with different guys um, and, and trying to bring them in. And, you know, if I had to rank the recruiting assistants on staff, those two are probably number one and number two, and they've been the guys recruiting people for a long time. So not convinced it's over, over, because it's never over, but uh, I definitely think for Kansas a very good vibe that he moved up his decision for uh, to be this Sunday. I saw this morning where you had put an article out, uh, kind of taking a look at this defensive line for the Jayhawks. What should we be on the lookout for from that unit this year? Well, I, I think it's going to take a huge step back just because of the, the departures via the transfer portal. And, you know, it's crazy to think about a program like Kansas losing guys to Auburn, Tennessee. I mentioned Karan Prunty's getting a look at Ohio State. Uh, other schools, South Carolina is one that's kind of tracking him. Uh, you know, and, and then they obviously lost a bunch of guys on offense, but those are two uh, defensive linemen going to SEC programs, uh, which tells you that they were probably going to play and play a lot at Kansas, especially Marcus Harris, uh, who, for my money, was probably the best defensive player on the team, maybe outside of Karan Prunty, uh, led Kansas in tackles for loss last year, and that was even missing a game due to being in uh, that COVID-19 protocol. So uh, there are going to be new faces. There are going to be new names. They got a couple transfers from Buff, uh, from Buffalo that they're interested to see how they work into things. Kansas is switching from a 3-4 to a 4-3, which I think is interesting. But the one guy on the team that I think all these changes might help more than anyone is Stephen Parker. And the reason why, he was a four-star out of the Dallas area um, in Les Miles' first recruiting class, is that it was kind of not necessarily an awkward fit for him because I think he could be a 3-4 outside linebacker who rushes primarily, you know, a majority of the time. But I, I think it's probably a lot more natural for him to kind of line up in that weak side defensive end spot, uh, maybe occasionally do some creative things where it's not just, you know, going after the quarterback or trying to make plays in the backfield. But his skill set is so good and so impressive with his length, with his I would say athleticism for a defensive lineman compared to athleticism for being a linebacker and just his tools. I think he'll be able to uh, really reach some of that potential that, you know, he had coming out of high school where, you know, he was projected as a future NFL guy down the line. And and again, a four-star talent that Kansas was very excited to land uh, another Emmett Jones recruit actually at that. So I I think that's a guy that really helps, um, you know, as one of those kind of end positions. I think he's someone who could really take a step forward. I saw the, the other day where the football team was out doing a community outreach type program over at South Park. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and kind of explain to me what Gaga Ball is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they've been doing a, a lot of stuff like that. Um, and, and again, I think it's 
Uh, a lot of it is doing good in the community and being connected with people, and I think a lot of it is team bonding too. Um, I, I think they really want these players building strong connections with each other, um, not just in the transfer, transfer portal era, but I think they want them to be connected. So Gaga Ball is a game, and it, it comes from Israel. I know about it because I'm Jewish. We would go to camps and stuff, and we would play it there. But apparently it's actually reached like the outside world somehow. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's basically like dodgeball kind of except you're you're sort of bending over you're hitting like a you know like a kickball or something right. with your hands and the goal is to hit someone else in the legs you can block it with your hands if you hit them in you know in the legs that they're out you can't pick up the ball you you can only like kind of knock it around or i guess you could dribble it by like slowly bumping it uh, but it's actually a really fun game and and so yeah i imagine they had a pretty good time just kind of messing around but that's been an emphasis like it, it's not by accident that they're doing all these things out in the community and going to Mass Street and playing all these games. Uh, they're really trying to breed this culture. Um, and, and talking to Matt Gildersleeve, the new strength coach, he's the guy who gets the first uh, kind of crack at implementing culture this summer. Uh, and he told me he wants everyone to be tight and be together by the end of the summer. That's awesome, man. Uh, let's talk about basketball real quick. And I know Sylvia D'Souza has now hit the transfer portal. And when you look back at his time at Kansas was it really worth the trouble, in your opinion, for all the stuff Bill Self went to get him on campus? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It is kind of insane to think about his journey, the ups and the downs, from committing to Kansas, from being horrible the first time he stepped on the court, unplayable, to at the end of the year, you know, Yudoka Azubuki gets injured. He basically, I mean, he has 16 points and 10 rebounds, goes 8 for 8 from the field in the Big 12 Tournament Championship game. Then in the Elite Eight, he gets 10 rebounds against Marvin Bagley and Silvio DeSosa, or uh, Marvin Bagley and Wendell Carter, plays more minutes than Yudoka Azubuki, who fouls out and helps Kansas to a Final Four, suspended the entire next year. You know, then it, after that year off, it seemed to really hurt his game. He never really had a feel, never really reestablished his position in the rotation, has the brawl at Kansas State, then another legal incident afterward. Uh, I mean, his career on and off the court has experienced ups and downs to a level of which, you know, I, I've never quite covered anything like it. And so, you know, for Kansas, you got a Final Four, you got a Big 12 tournament out of it, uh, tournament championship. And so, you know, I, I think those things are, if, you know, if they remain up, I think that's obviously a big boost for the program. Bill Self, uh, you know, for all that he has done, hasn't made a ton of Final, uh, ton of final Fours in Lawrence. But, you know, at the same time you mentioned, uh, that recruitment may be one that ends up really stinging the Jayhawks just because, you know, even though going back a couple of years, the testimony from uh, the Adidas uh, booster who was uh, kind of, or the Adidas representative who was kind of tied up in everything, you know, he testified, he did what he did without knowledge of the KU staff. We kind of know that's not necessarily how that works, at least to this point. Um, you know, KU's in that case in the the NCAA's new independent review process, and we'll see, you know, how they rule on that and how that all goes. But, yeah, I mean, it could be, end up being something that really ends up hurting the Jayhawks in the long run. Last thing I have for you, man, I, I was having a conversation earlier today. We were talking NBA, me and this guy, and uh, I was talking about some of the, the top five players. Do you think Joel Embiid is a top five player in the NBA? That's such a good question. I, I was debating this with friends. I, I watch a ton of NBA and it's funny, I'm a huge like LeBron James fan. I have been my basically my whole uh, life, or not my whole life, because I guess he hasn't been in the league the whole time. But uh, his whole career, I've been a huge LeBron James fan. And I was trying to figure out if he's still a top five player in the NBA. When you think <laughs> of guys at the top, like, I mean, think about this. 
you have Kawhi, Steph, Kevin Durant. Um, oh man, if I try and make a list on the spot, it's oh I know it's me. difficult. Um, uh, the answer is is no. I think where I ended up putting him was eight. Like I, I did this all the way out to like ten, twelve, or fifteen or something, and and it's, you just keep forgetting guys. It's like you build your list of ten, and then you're like, well, James Harden is probably in there. Well, you know, Damian Lillard, where would you put him? Well, Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis has the potential to be a top five guy. Uh, Nikola Jokic, you know, where does he kind of fall? I have Embiid and Jokic very similarly placed. I think the only difference uh, between the two of them this last year was pretty much the health. Uh, of one versus the other and how many games they played. But, yeah, I, I think Joel Embiid is right on the cusp of being on the top five. The problem for him is there is so much good talent in the league, and so many of those guys are still so young. Giannis, of course. Um, I don't even think I mentioned Giannis, who I definitely think is a top five player. So, yeah, right on the outside of being a top five guy. But uh, it, it has been insane to see his growth. It feels like, you know, surely he can't get better. And then he goes out this year, he sets career highs and field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free-throw percentage, uh, and he's just a much more efficient player. So it's been remarkable to see his development. Hey, Scott, we, man, we appreciate the time. Uh, what, do you got, uh, what do you got working with Kansas 247 right now? Well, it's a ton of recruiting stuff, as I'm sure you can imagine. Lots of basketball, football, all sorts of visitors coming, and then, you know, getting to the team topics, too. So it's a busy time at, uh, at fog.net, kansas.247sports.com. And, yeah, if you're interested in reading more, especially recruiting, that's the uh, the place to go. Hey, Scott, thanks. Appreciate your time. Have a good day. Thanks for having me. See you later. Scott Chasen from uh, Kansas 247 Sports. Boy, he is locked in oh, yeah. on the Jayhawks, isn't he? It's uh, 446. We're 14 away from 5, and we're going to take a minute, and we're going to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And right now, man, you can check out the great Jeeps that they got going on during Freedom Days, and they're happening right now. The new 2021 Jeep Gladiator Overland with innovative technology to meet your lifestyle. You can get that vehicle right now. 37.50 offer, 1.9% financing for 72 months, plus an additional $500 cash back. So there you go. How about the Chrysler Pacifica minivan? Uh, the 2021 Chrysler 300 with 52.50 offer, 0% financing for 84 months on the uh, on that vehicle. Or the 2021 Dodge Charger GT with 42.50 off or 0% for 72 months. And, of course, we never want to forget the Dodge Ram. Uh, the Ram is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year, and you can check out the new Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star with 5250 off or 0% for 72 months. Certified by J.D. Power again this year is the winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence because they are going to service you during the sale and they're going to service you after the sale with their terrific service department. That's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. 
but when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. My customers want everything now and faster than ever. It's a whole different world. Business is changing. USPS is changing with it. Find out how at usps.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When it comes time to shop for insurance, wouldn't it be a good idea to start with an agent with over 30 years' experience? Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance in Hubbard, is the one to see for all of your insurance policies, including auto, life insurance, home, 
farm and ranch, and commercial. She can make buying insurance effortless so you can focus on the moments truly worth living. Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, open Monday through Friday, plus after hours by appointment. Call 254-576-1558. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 452, the Rangers open up a series tonight. There you got a uh, three-game series tonight uh, against the Los Angeles Dodgers beginning uh, tonight out on the West Coast, and uh, we'll have those games right here on ESPN Central Texas. 830 for the pregame mm-hmm. tonight, so uh, you may want to make a pot of coffee. I- I've, ha- I've been working on a pot. I've been working on a pot of coffee. Try to stay up. I know how you are, so (laughs) (laughs) better make a pot of coffee. Uh, So the Rangers and the Dodgers, three-game series. Then the uh, Rangers return home, get back in the league play when they go to Houston. It feels like they play the Astros about 75 times a year. (laughs) It really does. I mean, I like it. I mean, I think it's good for the rivalry and stuff, but they do seem like they play them all a lot. All right. A couple of notes here. Ian Kennedy, I don't know if we got to this, but uh, the other day Ian Kennedy uh, was unable to uh, to go in that uh, game against San Francisco. So the uh, Rangers have placed Kennedy on the 10-day DL and have called up Spencer Patton. Also, and boy, I didn't see this one coming. Chris Davis was uh, designated for assignment. He's on the DFA list, and uh, he is out. Eli White has been recalled from AAA Round Rock. So a couple of uh, roster moves for the Rangers. And and let's just be honest, uh, Chris Davis just never got it going, hitting a buck 57. And unbelievable, you know, he, he, he wasn't even available the first month of the season. So no. uh, that's just, you know, un- it's unfortunate for Chris Davis, but uh, eight-year veteran is, uh, you know, he's he's out on the market now. Yeah, you definitely got to move on from from a guy like that. And, you know, you hate to see it. You had high, such high expectations with him coming over from Oakland, and it just hasn't been able to, to work out for him here in Texas. All right, so that is our Ranger Roundup. And, again, 8.30 for the pregame, 9-10 first pitch. The Rangers at 24-39. The Dodgers at 37-25. And, uh, Texan Clayton Kershaw on the bump for the Dodgers tonight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not good. No, not at all. <laughs> One of the better ones. Yes. All right, uh, that is our Ranger Roundup. It is 455. We're five shy of five here on this uh on this Friday afternoon, and uh, as we get ready to take you home on a Friday afternoon, coming up next, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association, Todd Berry. Was Todd there when you were interning, or, or was it Coach Taff? Uh, Todd was there. Okay. Uh, Coach Taff had already stepped away, um, but it, it, Todd was there. I didn't really, it didn't get an opportunity to interact with Todd. Cause my my internship there was kind of weird because were you I down was, the hall and around well, the corner? No, or? like so I had I was working at Providence full time. Uh-huh. I was working here in the afternoons, and I was was interning there it was a nightmare so what they let me do was a lot of my stuff would be remote so i would have okay, to I would go I in there like once or twice a week but most of my interaction was with vince thomas uh who does their um media relations gotcha all right so uh, todd berry is coming up next right here on espn central texas the Hubbard Jagger Booster Club meets the first week of each month in the gym foyer. Persons interested in joining the club and supporting the black and gold should email sjohnson at hubbardisd.org or check them out on Facebook. To raise funds, the Hubbard Jagger Booster Club sells athletic apparel to fans plus works the concession stand for home football games. Money raised is used to buy items for the coaches typically not found in their yearly budgets. Also, the club awards one college scholarship to a boy and girl senior student athlete each year. So join the Jagger Booster Club today. 
In business since 1994, The Feed Store is your location for Bryant Grain and Neutrina Feeds, plus show feeds from Lindner and Sunglow. And they service Hill, Limestone, McLennan, and Navarro Counties from their location at 303 South Magnolia in Hubbard. Ask about delivery to your home, farm, or ranch. They also help with fence supplies, bulk fertilizer products, and liquid feeds. Check out The Feed Store. They're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, and Saturday, 7.30 to 4. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet system helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Are you searching for a financial institution that offers a personal, one-on-one, small-town banking atmosphere? Citizen State Bank Hubbard can handle your personal, agricultural, and business banking needs, in addition to real estate loans. Check out their interest rates on CDs. They're the best in town. Plus, they offer the convenience of online banking and online bill pay. A proud supporter of Hubbard High School and all Jaggers athletic teams. Citizen State Bank Hubbard. Member FDIC. Since 1985, Wade Funeral Home has provided services to Central Texas families with care and compassion. Wade Funeral Home serves every family with pride, and they are able to offer a wide range of services to meet your family's needs. They will listen to you to help plan a celebration consistent with your expectations. Also see them for pre-planned funerals and cemetery monuments. Wade Funeral Home, 201 Northwest 3rd Street in Hubbard and 4140 West Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. Let them help you plan the celebration of lives lived. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. Buying or selling? Give Foster Properties Real Estate a call. They are the giant in Hubbard real estate businesses and have over 30 years experience in Hill, Limestone, Navarro, and McLennan County properties. They specialize in buying and selling farms, ranches, land, and homes. Margo and Jody Foster at Foster Property Real Estate have supported Hubbard High School athletics since 1987. And they wish the Jags the best of luck in this year's UIL State Baseball Tournament. 
at UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or uveo.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Straight up and down, 5 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tal Barfield, Garrett Ross taking you home on a Friday afternoon. Drive safely as uh, you make your way home. We're going to talk some college football. We're going to talk some college football in the month of June, and we have been for the last several days. And We welcome into the program the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association, Coach Todd Berry. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. We appreciate your time today. Uh, we got a lot we want to talk to you about, but we're going to start with the <laughs> with the playoff and, and, and dive in. And, uh, you know, obviously several years ago we were all screaming for a playoff. Now we're screaming for a bigger playoff. Uh, where does the American Football Coaches Association stand on this? And, B, where do you personally stand on the, uh, the, the playoff system? Yeah, I, I think most of the coaches are excited about this. I think they're uh, – I think – the way um, the, the amount of attention that they gave all of the different things that were needed in this, it was, it was pretty significant. This is a complex question. There certainly needed to be more access. And uh, I think even the even those that maybe have a team in the playoffs every year were getting a little tired of who was all in the playoffs. There, there needed to be more access, and I think they allowed for that. I, I think our coaches were excited about the idea of of being able to play late in the season with the idea that I can play for a bye week. I think that gives value to making sure that you close out well. But I also would suggest that, you know, those seedings and having a home game, uh, that, that makes a big difference too. And so, you know, I saw an article today that I thought was really interesting. It went back here over the last five years, but basically there would, we would have had – uh, based off the scenario that's, that's put before us right now, if this passes, is we would have had 39 different teams that would have made the playoffs over the last five years. And, and I, I thought that was uh, that's intriguing. Um, I was also a head coach at the FCS level and had a team, actually two teams that got into the playoffs. One made a deep run. And, and the idea, I think, of uh, maybe the season getting long, we certainly want to be cognizant of it. But it was a great experience, and I think every one of my players would have said the same thing. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, FCS, Division Two, II, Division Three have a playoff. FBS is the only one that hasn't, and uh, so I, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm excited. I think our coaches, for the most part, are excited, and I, and I actually feel like that they did a very good job in putting this together. Coach, we were we were looking. Uh, it, you mentioned an opportunity for other teams to participate, and there was an article today that said that uh, four teams, which were Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, seventy-one uh, percent of the playoff spots were taken up by those four teams. So, to me, this at least gives everybody going into the season a an opportunity to play for a spot into it. It's it's it almost seems like sometimes you're, you th- those top teams are playing their way out of it instead of teams playing their way into it. 
Yeah, I would agree. I think that has been kind of the the mindset, um, and those teams were deserving. I'm not suggesting that they weren't. I, I think those were those were all great football teams, and we might end up with something similar. But college football really hasn't had a Cinderella. Sometimes we'll have one in the middle of the season, but the reality of it is we know that she's never going to the ball because there's no chance that they're ever going to get in the playoffs. This format actually allows for that to happen, and I, I think it's wonderful uh, for all these kids that are working so hard. You have 130 FBS schools, and as you suggested, maybe only four have been in consideration in the past, and this opens the door, and especially with the setup, to allow for everyone to, to kind of feel like at the very start of the season, hey, you know, we we do the right thing and we work hard and we, we've got a chance. And I, and I think it's going to be exciting for the players, certainly for the coaches. I think the fans are going to benefit from this. Uh, and, again, I, I was a part of the playoff and, and can attest that I didn't – I don't think my players would have ever suggested at any point in time, well, this is getting old, this is too long a season. They, they were loving every playoff opportunity that they had. We're talking with Todd Berry, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association. Coach, the conversations uh, have been from 6 to 16. They, I think they've kind of settled on 12. For you, is that the number? Would you like to see 16? I'm, I'm kind of a proponent of 16. The more the merrier for me. But I just f- from where you stand, I mean, will we ever get to that number in your opinion? Well, um, yeah, obviously we could. Uh, I, I really do like the 12. I like the idea of those teams late in the season feeling like they need to play well uh, all throughout that time frame in order to get a bye. I think that's I think that's significant. I think it, those, that gives those teams a little bit of an advantage. Not significant, but some. And the you know uh, when I was in the FCS playoffs again, I know I continue to go back to that. It was a 16 team bracket at that point in time, and regardless whether you were one or 16, you were going to play that next week. And and um, you know it didn't really give you, I think, a lot of advantages other than your seating in terms of maybe playing number 16. But sometimes that is not as big a difference as, as what you might think. And I I think this actually I think this plays out well. I've I've been a part of some of the discussions that kind of led up to this. And and I like all the incentives that are out there for these teams. Coach, uh, one of the things that really caught my attention, and really a lot of people when looking at this, is Notre Dame will not have the opportunity for that buy. Do you think that this is enough leverage that could force them to finally get into a conference? (laughs) Notre Dame's got a very, very unique situation. I, I, I certainly understand why they want to protect that. Uh, in the same sense, too, obviously, this would create an incentive. Uh, but now, again, they, uh, you know, this would be the first time that, that uh, obviously, as you suggested, they're not, they don't have a championship game. And so while other teams have played an extra game, Notre Dame has never had to do that. This is just going to basically put them, as Jack Swarbuck said, you know, in the same um, in, in the same boat as everyone else is in terms of how many games they've played throughout the season. And so I, I don't know that it would be a huge incentive. Uh, they've they've uh, obviously got a wonderful history and tradition and and have been able to stay independent. Uh, this might be an incentive to try to move into a conference. One of the other topics you know out right now in college football, college athletics in general, are the trials going on regarding the NIL and 
One of the things that caught my attention was the president of the NCAA, Mark Emmert, and his comments on how some of these richer schools should be in charge of providing the funds for these former players' health care and uh, some of their uh, education for the poorer schools. What are your? Because to me, I think that's something that if they're going to do that, that should fall on the shoulders of the NCAA. Well, I don't think the NCAA takes any football money in. Now, if, if it was the basketball part of it, then they might suggest yes, because they, they make money off the basketball tournament, but the NCAA doesn't make any money off of football. And so consequently, it would be difficult for them to, to dole out money that, that was that was coming basically from the whole membership. Um, you know, I, 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 uh, I would be concerned about that because I think what would end up happening is I think those programs – uh, that have reached that uh, very, very high level would then just pull away from the rest of those uh, the rest of those teams that couldn't. And so, for instance, I was head coach at ULM. Certainly we were n- number 130 out of 130 in terms of budget, right? We were the last one. We, we would have never been able to afford to be able to have done something like that. And I think if, if, if forced, I, I think that those top 60 70 teams in the country would then just pull away and say, okay, we're just forming a new level. And, and so I would be a little bit concerned about that because I think uh, for many, they would not want to pay for ULM basically not wanting to, to sponsor football at a high, as high a level and put the money and resources in uh, that some of the other schools do. What are some of the other things that we should kind of be looking out for? I know Mark Few, the the head coach of Gonzaga basketball team, had some concerns about uh, you know recruiting advantages for these states that are you know already in the process of doing this. But what are some of the other key things that people should be aware of? Well, I think the biggest one, and we could go on for this for the next hour, but you know our, our coaches have the biggest concern about the one-time transfer, and we recognize this. And again, we were all student athletes, and so uh, it's not that we don't understand. But next year, the one-time transfer in conjunction with the NIL, I think for many of our coaches, they believe that the majority of their teams after spring practice will basically go into the portal with the idea of trying to negotiate a better financial deal for themselves at the place that they're at or at a different place. And if that's the case, then you know at the FBS level, you can only sign 25 players. Generally, that happens in December and February. But again, if you feel like you're going to lose a good portion of your team, after spring practice or you're concerned about that, especially a, a positional group, let's say the offensive line, I lose eight offensive linemen to the portal. I can't even replace those guys. And so it's going to be hard for me to practice. What that will lead to obviously is the fact that everybody will then decide just to recruit the portal and our high school players won't get recruited. And, and so I think what we're seeing, and this is what we've warned everyone about is that you know, the players are going to move for money. They're not going to move because of academics. They're not going to, they're going to move for the opportunity to get a better deal. And we can go back to the seventies. We don't need a crystal ball. This is not a hypothetical. We've already been down this road before. And, and that led to some dramatic changes in the eighties in terms of college football. And I think most of us would agree into a better place, but I, I think that again, our, concerns is that we're going to have a summer free agency next year and that these high school players that would normally be recruited and be very excited about going to institutions uh those are young people are going to be moved on you'd still recruit them but you set them up in an fcs program as a farm club you, you, you know you recruit them and then you put them in an fcs program let them develop them with the idea that at some point in time you're going to need them uh, i think the sad part about this is 
uh, for the players in particular is that idea of developing a team and developing a culture and playing with teammates and all that. I think that's going to go out the window just like it did in the 70s. And I think that's a sad state because many of the experiences that our players really fully appreciate, especially later on in their life, is, is their teammates that they went through college with. And I think that's sad, but I think that's the reality is we're going to see a good portion of, of the recruiting next year be in the transfer portal, and we're going to see teams jostling players all throughout the summer trying to figure out you know what they have and trying to sign players and so on. I Unfortunately, I think it's going to be all be driven by money, and I, I just think that uh, college is supposed to be about more than just making money at this point in time. It's supposed to be about trying to better yourself for the rest of your life rather than just trying to better yourself financially for a year. Coach, and this may not, I, I may not word this correctly, but to forgive me if I don't, but how, with all of that said, how do you protect college football and the integrity of college football? Well, I don't think that you can, not in the current environment. I, I, I just being very candid, I, I, I think the the moment that the courts and the, the state and federal legislators got involved in this and they took it out of all of the practitioners' hands in relation to trying to work out a, a, a situation, like I said, nobody loves their players more than the coaches do. Uh, you know, we want what's best for them, but sometimes that doesn't mean that you should have, be able to, you know, to have everything at this moment in your life, and that that idea that. Uh, again, that this that NIL, the name, image, and likeness piece, is only going to go to certain athletes. That is so naive because if that was the case, then we wouldn't have 85 scholarship athletes on an FBS program. I mean, the reason why we have that is because someone decided, hey, let's go get good players. We'll get them with athletic scholarships. Used to, athletic scholarships were only awarded to those guys that were the starters on the team, and you know there was a competition there before those spots. And obviously that went away, and NIL will be the exact same thing. And and so, I, I, you, you know, the NCAA doesn't have subpoena power. They can't enforce any of these rules, and I doubt very seriously that that the federal government can enforce any of these also. And so I, I think we're just uh, in, in for a time period of just uh, complete chaos, and, and um, unfortunately. Uh, but, I, you know, just like always, just like happened in the 70s when we were in this exact same boat, we, we will come back around our senses and say these, you know, these kids are professionals. These are supposed to be college students, and we should treat them such as college students rather than professional athletes. Coach, thank you. Uh, very enlightening, and uh, it, it, we are uh, we are in uh, the crosshairs, I guess, uh, in in what's going on in football. And we do appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Anytime you guys have a great weekend. You do the same. That's uh, Coach Todd Berry, the Executive Director of the American Football Coaches Association. Garrett, uh, we, there is a lot of moving parts oh, yeah. right now with college football, and not all good. Uh, I mean, he, I think he has some very valid concerns. No, he does. And, I mean, he, what he was talking about right there with the recruiting and how people are looking at the transfer portal, he's mentioning next year. I kind of feel like we're already at that point right now, man. And, and, you know, and the other thing that uh, that crossed my mind, and, and I know this has nothing to do with dollars and cents, but uh-huh. he had a very good point in that one of the things that you take away from competition, one of the things you take away from uh, being on a team, and I don't care if it's a Pop Warner football team or if it's, uh, you know, the, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, there, uh-huh. there's a camaraderie built, there's a family built, there's a brotherhood and a bond built, 
But if you got guys like what we just saw, a quarterback move three times in, in a calendar year, mm-hmm. how in the hell do you build bond there? You can't. I mean, you really can. And, I mean, and, and it's really crazy that you mentioned that because the quarterback is, you know, nine times out of ten. That's the That's leader the of your team. So, supposed to be. I mean, yeah, if, if you got that kind of – Man, I now don't know. He's, now he's a runner player. Yeah. I mean, he, he really is. And and that's a great point. I mean, you go through spring and all of a sudden, hey, I think I may want to jump here. Right. And and now what do you do if, if you got five or six guys from the same position? Uh, it, 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 there's more questions than the answers. And, and, and again, I said from the very beginning when we started talking about this, this portal, I said I don't – it's pretty clear now, but I said I don't think it's going to be used – the way it was designed right. and what it was meant to do. It was meant to give a kid an opportunity to to move if for you know, personal reasons. Right. I mean, you know, hey, I, I, you know, I don't belong here. I mean, I made a mistake. I, I mean, you know, I'm a young person. I made a mistake. Absolutely. I, I, I don't belong. It's not because, hey, I didn't make the starting lineup. Right. Uh, it, it's it, and it's not because hey he he's he's being mean to me and I just don't like him or I couldn't beat out Garrett Ross for the starting left tackle spot which I could by the way uh, I don't know I am so you know <laughs> well if not I'm gonna jump in that portal but again it was it was designed it was it was to give the 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 student athlete the opportunity to to right or wrong right. so to speak N- not jump in and let's see hey what 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 can I get yeah. I mean, you 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 said the other day what was there in the basketball portal? There was two thousand. No, there's, in general, the entire portal, there's like two thousand players. Uh, just silly. All right, so uh, many again, many thanks to uh, Coach Todd Berry from the American Football Coaches Association for being a part of the program. It's uh, five seventeen. We're going to take a second and we're going to talk about Morrison's gifts. You know, this is graduation season, and some still have not graduated. Believe it or not, uh, at Morrison's gifts, you can. Uh, you can pick up that graduation gift, and they've been doing this since 1979, so they know exactly what to do. They're also just your your gift store headquarters for birthdays, anniversaries, and in Garrett's case, let me out of the doghouse, all of those type things. Uh, John Hart uh, ID wallets and, and duffels and all kinds of leather goods, laundry bags and luggage for guys and gals as, uh, alike, Consuela purses and accessories, just to name a few. All free gift wrapping when you make that purchase over at Morrison's Gifts. A proud Baylor alumni-owned uh, business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. We're talking about uh, our good friends at Morrison's Gifts. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Clear to partly cloudy this evening. Still a bit on the muggy side with low temperatures falling to 74 degrees. Your weekend forecast looks hot and humid with mostly sunny skies. Tomorrow, highs top out at 95 with a heat index of 102 and even hotter on Sunday with mostly sunny skies. A high of 96 and our heat index at 105. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. I love baseball. The Rangers and Dodgers go at it tonight in Los Angeles. Line drive, left center, base hit. Here comes Lowe. Here comes the throw to the plate. Not in time. The Brock star. Brock Holt has won it for the Rangers. You do my baseball. Hi, everyone. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler and me. Swung on, hit in the air toward the left field corner. On the run. Tottenham can't get it. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 830 on the Rangers radio network. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from... With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing using shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. You'll find no better selection of new and pre-owned vehicles in Central Texas than at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Dave Campbell's Texas football has released its 2021 preseason All-Texas team, and Baylor had five players make the list. Terrell Bernard, Riley Tejada, and Jalen Petrie received first-team honors, while Connor Galvin and Tristan Ebner made the second team. The Texas Rangers begin a five-game road tour tonight in L.A. against Max Muncy and the Dodgers. The Rangers will play three games at Dodger Stadium before heading to Houston to take on the Astros early next week. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas with pregame set for 8.30 p.m. Baylor will host their second camp of the summer tomorrow at McLean Stadium from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris, weekdays at 2 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
right, welcome back into the program. It is game time here at 522, 22 after 5, and our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by VersaLift, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply for those positions at 7601 Imperial Drive. Let's talk some Ranger baseball, and let's do it with uh, Jared Sandler from the Ranger Radio Network. Jared, good afternoon. How are you today? Hey, good afternoon, guys. I'm great. How are you all? Terrific, and I'm going to start with a curveball, and I promise you it's not doctored here. Uh, 35, <laughs> 40,000, yeah, I'm sorry, 35 or 40,000 people can go to a ball game. How come our visiting broadcast teams can't be in the visiting broadcast booth? That's a great question, but uh, that is going to change after this series. This will be the last road series in which we are not in person, uh, and it was, it was uh, a possibility, so I think it was just maybe more out of, uh, what's the, the, the cool phrase here, the last year, an abundance of caution. <laughs> but we will be in Houston next week and then uh, starting the, the next road trip at the end of the month, which I believe is a West Coast road trip. Not only will, be, will we be on site, but we will be back on the team plane, which just makes life uh, a lot easier. Uh, and, and we will have, uh, I, I think, uh, travel as we, as we once knew it. So, uh, and I think you're going to start to see that slowly unfold throughout the league. You know, with the credit to the Rangers, they've been uh, very proactive and, and certainly behind uh, getting us back on the road and, and definitely appreciate uh, uh, definitely appreciate all their hard work. And, and we're really excited to be able to do that. I, I was joking around a couple of minutes ago, but I, I do want to get your thoughts on on this thing with the, with the baseball and, and and first of all, I mean, I remember watching Gaylord Perry at the old, old stadium, you know, Turnpike Stadium, if you will. But where do you stand on it? And should it should this topic have gotten as public as it has? I, I guess, yeah, I don't think it ever needed to, to escalate like this, right? Like, it, it just seems to me, and, and I know that it's very easy for me to say this, and with all these things, there are so many factors in play that, we just don't even know about, but it just seems like this is something that could have been nipped in the bud uh, with a, a, a lot of ease and, and a lot less stress than what now has uh, amounted from this conversation. And, uh, you know, you're always going to have players who are going to try and uh, push boundaries, cross lines, and that's, that's the reality, right? You know, the, uh, you're, you're never going to create a system that is just going to be 100% foolproof, but you can certainly create a system that is going to reward or uh, de-incentivize, disincentivize those who, uh, you know, do attempt to, to go beyond whatever is allowed. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know the, the science behind all of it. Uh, my thought is that it, it shouldn't be too hard to come up with a, a substance or a list of substances that you can utilize on the baseball that are deemed to be appropriate, that are deemed to give pitchers – uh, the the proper grip without giving them an extreme advantage, and then you you make those rules very clear, and then you also make the punishments for those who violate those rules also very clear, and and maybe you know somewhat harsh, uh, akin to uh, those who you know get punished for for performance enhancing drugs. So uh, I, I don't understand why you know I, I think in some respects perhaps it's because Major League Baseball, much like with the steroid thing, uh, didn't want to deal with it was hoping that it didn't become a problem uh, that, that it's become. But, uh, you know, in some ways there's similarities. In other ways there aren't. 
the, the really interesting part to me about this is, you know, I could gain 10 home runs from one year to the next as a 27-year-old baseball player, and you might think, oh, steroids. But there's really no way to know for sure. I mean, it's not inconceivable that someone gained 10 home runs from one year to the next uh, without performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, now, a guy who gains 30 home runs and he can't fit in his jersey anymore and his head is 10 times the size, well, that's pretty easy to detect. But it seems like with the, the substances uh, on the baseball, it's pretty easy to figure out who's using it and who's not uh, because the guys who are using it have seen uh, noticeable spikes in their spin rates, and guys who are not using it either aren't taking advantage of whatever you know advantages it can offer they're not smart enough to do it, whatever, uh, or they're just not using it because their spin rates have stayed more or less the same because it has been proven that you cannot add spin rate without adding velocity. So if my spin rate is X and I throw 95 miles an hour, if I throw 95 miles an hour the next year, my spin rate should not be X plus 300 uh, without the use of this substance. So unlike steroids where there really wasn't a, a way to know for everyone, it seems like with the spin rate stuff, uh, it is very easy to figure out which guys are using the substances uh, in a way that crosses the line and which guys aren't. I, I saw or read or heard or something where one guy said it's like hitting a 98-mile-per-hour 90, wiffle ball. So with that in mind, could there be some correlation between the uh, the foreign substance and the high number of uh, no-hitters that we've already seen? I, I mean, I think it, absolutely. I, I think, uh, you know, you've got guys – I mean, listen, at the end of the day, uh, there, there's enough data out there to suggest that, you know, the, the better your spin rate numbers are. And, and I, you know, I'm focusing on the spin rate, obviously, because that appears to be the, uh, the area in which a pitcher gains the, 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 the biggest advantage or, or the biggest improvement from using this stuff because of the additional friction it creates, et cetera. Uh, you know, the better your spin rate, the more effective your pitches are going to perform. You know, the more effective your slider is going to be because it's going to look like a fastball for longer, and then it's probably going to uh, break in, in sharper ways. You know, you, you mentioned the wiffle ball. It's going to have a wiffle ball type movement. These these fastballs uh, that have, uh, you know, high spin rates, they're incredibly difficult to hit, especially when you elevate them. You know, all these things. You know, the Rangers have a reliever right now by the name of Demarcus Evans who throws 93, 94 miles an hour, but hitters react like it's 99 miles an hour because he's got ridiculous spin on his fastball. So, yeah, I think, you know, it definitely is. There, there are probably a lot of factors that contribute to offense being down, uh, you know, pitching success being up. But I think that this is definitely uh, maybe the, the biggest piece of the pie because it seems like for whatever reason the floodgates have really opened this year in which pitchers have basically said, hey, Major League Baseball is talking all they, they want, but they're not doing anything about this, and we're going to level the playing field. I mean, even a guy like Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer – is using this stuff, and he, it's been a, a, an incredibly horribly kept secret. He's essentially using it because Major League Baseball wouldn't do anything about it, and he was tired of, of being behind. Uh, you know, he was very adamant against it, but he said, listen, if Major League Baseball isn't going to do anything about it, uh, you know, guys need to feel like they're on a level, level playing field. And so, you know, he's not the only one who has that mindset. And, and so that's why you now – uh, have a, a game of follow the leader and more pitchers are using this and, and more pitchers are having success talking with jared sandler of the ranger radio network jared i mean we've talked in the past with you about the injury woes of the rangers really especially uh regarding their pitching staff uh, and now it's happened again you have to bring up um spencer Patton from the round rock what are the expectations for him right now 
Yeah, I, I don't mean this as a, you know in any way disrespectfully towards Spencer Penn. I think he's he's sort of a placeholder. Uh, you know, hopefully Ian Kennedy's not on the injured list beyond the required amount, and he'll be activated next week when he's eligible. Uh, I, I think the expectation for Spencer Patton is that he's a veteran uh, who you know is, is pitched to the big league level and can just give you solid production, steady production. He's you know the moment's not going to be too big for him. He's not going to uh, just be overwhelmed by you know whatever the task is. They're not going to ask him to close out a ball game. But you know he did pitch in a, a high leverage spot on whatever the Rangers thought what day of the week Wednesday. Uh, and, you know, it's very possible, very likely that with their young and experienced bullpen, he's going to get those opportunities. Uh, but, you know, I don't know that they have like this long-term expectation that Spencer Patton's going to be uh, a contributor here throughout this season and beyond. Did I see the, that during the Giants series was the first time y'all were able to get down on field label, level and interact with the coaches and stuff? Yeah, so, you know, as, as some of these rules become more and more relaxed, as more, uh, more people are vaccinated and, and, and we, you know, move further and further away from the epicenter of, uh, you know, this pandemic, uh, you know, more and more things are, are now possible. So, yeah, we were, for the first time in, uh, gosh, since uh, spring training 2020 and, and for the first time since the regular season in 2019, we were able to, be on a, a field prior to a regular season game and interact face-to-face, which is, it's huge. You know, I was on a, 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 a show earlier today and someone asked me what the thoughts of various players were regarding Pete Alonzo's comments about Major League Baseball manipulating the ball based on the upcoming season's free agency class. And, uh, that's one of a million examples where I couldn't give them a good answer because, you know, we've been so restricted to Zooms and, and whichever one player we're going to talk to you on the zoom prior to the game. But now, even though we're not allowed in the clubhouse, being on the field allows us to, you know, track down Nick Solak and, and Jose Trevino and Isaiah kind of and whoever walks by us and this coach and that coach and just shoot the breeze. And then I, Hey, what, what do you think about Pete Alonzo's comments or what this, what that? And, uh, and so it's, it's going to hopefully uh, be noticed by the fans who, who consume, whether it's our broadcast or the, the content, created by the, the various riders around the league. It just, it, it's just, it's another level of access that we're getting back that hopefully better allows us to tell the stories uh, with the most detail possible uh, that, that bring these guys and bring these teams to life. Jerry, talk a little bit about Chris Davis. Obviously, he got behind the eight ball with the injury early, couldn't get on the field. When he finally did get on the field, the, uh, the production just wasn't there, and he was designated for assignment. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't work out for Chris. Uh, you know, as to some degree, thankfully, uh, we were on the field that, that first day, the day it was announced. So we actually got to talk to a lot of players. And uh, I can tell you something that I, if this would have happened a week ago, I couldn't say for sure. But he was, you know, someone that the guys in, in very short time really took to. And, and the guys were very sad. Uh, I think someone used the word melancholy. I, I, that's probably appropriate. I think they know, you know, these guys aren't, aren't silly. They know Chris Davis wasn't producing at a level that, uh, maybe made sense for him to remain with the ball club. Not every player necessarily understands the nuances of team building and roster construction, but I think they got it. But they all, you know, to a man said, that, like, this guy was a big influence. And, you know, for some guys, you know that you can tell from afar. I, I don't know that I could definitively tell you that Chris Davis was. He's a very quiet, reserved guy, doesn't love interacting with the media, which is totally okay, you know, in, in light of the Naomi Osaka stuff. Not everyone loves you know, having those sorts of uh, front and center conversations. So the players loved him. Uh, so hopefully there is some impact. But, 
you know, just as a reminder to, to people, when the Rangers made that trade, they acquired four tangible things, uh, three people and then something that's financial. Chris Davis was the fourth most important out of those four things. In no particular order, the three things that were more important, Dane Acker, Jonah Heim, and then getting rid of Elvis's financial obligations beyond this season. You know, they did have to pay Chris Davis for this year. Uh, it's not like that was a, you know, a team-friendly deal, and they're, they're going to have to maintain paying him because I can't imagine anyone's going to claim him. But the, the real goal was for after this season, for the upcoming offseason and beyond, to have as much financial uh, flexibility as possible. And so that trade uh, satisfied that and then gave you two young players, a pitcher, Dane Acker, who unfortunately is out for the rest of the year, and then Jonah Heim, who's been a part of a, a really successful defensive uh, pairing uh, behind the play with Jose Trevino. So Chris Davis was the, the fourth of those four. If it worked out, great. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. And, uh, you know, the Rangers decided at this point, in time, it didn't make sense to continue to use that roster spot and, and use those at-bats on someone who wasn't going to be a part of the future and instead use those spots or those opportunities on a guy or guys to figure out what they have. And, and right now, that guy who's going to benefit directly is Eli White. And that's what we were talking about. It, it For these young guys right now, it's about ABs, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it's really a, a year of discovery. Uh, you know, figuring out who's who can do this, who can do that, who can't do this, who can't do that. You know, with Nick Solak, can he hit righties at a level that, that you know justifies him being an everyday player? Trying to figure that out. Uh, you know, Joey Gallo. You know, what what type of a, a player is he? And obviously, there's questions as to whether or not the Rangers are going to move Joey Gallo. Uh, Isaiah Kainafalefa. Is he is he going to be able to hit enough over the course of the year? to be an everyday player. Uh, and, and so far, seems like that's the case. Uh, you know, you got all these questions and, uh, you know, it's, it's different questions for different guys. You know, you're, you're trying to find out, you know, different levels of things. You know, for Eli White, it, it might be, is Eli White an everyday player? But you also might simply be asking the question, hey, is Eli White someone who can be on a 26-man roster as a fourth outfielder? You know, it, so it's not always, is this guy a star or not? There, there are a lot of levels in between. And uh, you're not really going to be able to find that out unless you give these guys consistent opportunities. And, you know, Eli White hasn't done anything up to this point to show that he is a, an everyday major league player, even if not an everyday major league starter. But he's going to get presumably a couple months worth of at-bats to show that he is or he isn't. And, uh, you know, I think with a lot of these young guys, uh, that's, that's really imperative because you can, you can have a lot of success in AAA, and Eli White certainly has done that uh, so far this year. But at some point, you got to be able to do it at the big league level. And it's awfully tough to ask a young guy to do it when he only plays once every four games or only starts once every four games. And it seems like Eli White's going to get the opportunity to, to start consistently. Hey, Jared, thank you. Appreciate your time and uh, have a great call tonight. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate having me. Talk to you soon. That's uh, Jared Sandler from the Ranger Radio Network. I love that we get these guys that are locked in on the on their. Oh yeah, this is good stuff. I mean, he, I mean, he's with that ball club every day, so uh, he knows. Uh, good stuff there. Five thirty-eight. We're twenty-two away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're going to take a second and we're going to talk about our good friends at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. All oh, they got it going on over there. I mean, it, it, it is just great, great product, and and you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna. It, it's the weekend, and, and I know you can't do it today. I mean, it's it's twenty, uh, you know, twenty two before <laughs> right. six. But think about this next weekend. We are in the heart of grilling season. 
why not why not pick up the phone and call Waco Beef and Pork Processors at 772-4669 and say, hey, look, here's what I want. Here's how I want them cut. Here's the thickness I want. Uh, you know, just what you, just, and then hey, they'll be ready for you the next day. I promise you. Uh, you know, Mike and his in his group will have it ready. I've done that. I told you. I took a. I called up. Said, hey, I got it. I want you to do a tenderloin for me. I want. I want them. You know, I want them this thick. I mm-hmm. want them this big. And they were vacuum sealed, packed, whatever you call it. You know, right. <laughs> and, and then uh, I, I I took them home. Took one package, put them on the grill, took the other package, put them in the freezer. We are ready to rock and roll. So anytime I want a grill, I'm ready to go. Can't beat that. And you can do the same. It's restaurant-quality steaks. They've got briskets. they got short ribs, beef ribs. I love me some beef ribs. They've got uh, holy smoked sausage. You're saying, what in the world is holy smoked? Well, holy is, the, is a family name right. of those folks. And then, you know, it's smoked sausage. So they said, hey. It's holy smoked sausage, and we're talking about summer sausage. We are talking about Czech, Polish, German, Italian, uh, chorizo, uh, you name it. They've got Cajun sausage. They've got it all right there at uh, at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Just great stuff. I mean, they can do roasts. They can do steaks. They can do ground beef for you. If you hey, you're going to have 800 people over for, uh, for a birthday party on Saturday night, and you want quality hamburgers, uh, hey, you, you pick up the phone and call Waco Beef Pork Processors or just go by there. I mean, it's 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 that easy, but it's not that easy to find. It's a little bit more, a little more to it than, than that. Well, how do you get there, Garrett? Well, if you're on Franklin and you see Cheddar's, you see AMC Theater. Hard right. Roses. Yeah, it's it's off back in there behind all of that. Uh, you know, you, you take the turn and you can't miss it. You're going to run right into the, the, the building. Okay, so and it's tucked back in there between all of those things and the and the theater. Yep. So, and you can't miss it. And uh, just head on in there and check it out. For home dining, restaurants, or commercial kitchens, we're talking about our good friends at Waco Beef and pork processors recently on the john moore show randy flagler our guest baylor grad part of the uh, chicago fire uh, television show that is very successful uh, through the years like you see certain character names and i start laughing because i know it's one of our fraternity buddies like last name and so on i very just, cool. I, I keep it to myself but it's very funny i i remember the first time i noticed that it was i think 2016 when right. Corey jefferson was a character on the show <laughs> And, right. and that was obviously an homage to uh, Corey Jefferson, who played basketball, Baylor. Exactly, yeah. No, it's, I think there's little hidden secrets in there that sometimes I might be the only one of the cast you know, that, that gets them. And actually, you mentioned in the Armstrong Browning yeah. Library, yeah. I started laughing. I, I'm, I'm hoping my mic was off because I had forgotten that, that reality thing. But oh, it's yeah. like, when I saw it, I was like, is that, did Derek write this one? Like, I got to check it. It's like a total, you know, totally the library, you know? Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. They go the extra mile for you at Muirhead Ranch and Realty. If you're buying or selling, do yourself a favor and call Muirhead Ranch and Realty first. Teresa, Craig, and Shelly can give you a no-cost market evaluation. Plus, check out their website often, MuirheadRanchAndRealty.com for daily new listings, plus information on surrounding North and Central Texas communities. They're able to answer all your residential and farm and ranch real estate questions at Muirhead Ranch and Realty, 201 North Magnolia Avenue in Hubbard. Are you searching for a financial institution that offers a personal, one-on-one, small-town banking atmosphere? Citizen State Bank Hubbard can handle your personal, agricultural, and business banking needs, in addition to real estate loans. Check out their interest rates on CDs. They're the best in town. 
Plus, they offer the convenience of online banking and online bill pay. A proud supporter of Hubbard High School and all Jaggers athletic teams. Citizen State Bank Hubbard, member FDIC. Since 1985, Wade Funeral Home has provided services to Central Texas families with care and compassion. Wade Funeral Home serves every family with pride, and they are able to offer a wide range of services to meet your family's needs. They will listen to you to help plan a celebration consistent with your expectations. Also see them for pre-planned funerals and cemetery monuments. Wade Funeral Home, 201 Northwest 3rd Street in Hubbard and 4140 West Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. Let them help you plan the celebration of lives lived. At Hubbard City Drug, they say they are a drugstore and more. A family-owned and independent pharmacy in business since 1980, Hubbard City Drug offers full prescription services and free delivery within a five-mile radius. They pride themselves in providing fast and friendly service for their patients. They also have several gift lines with a wide variety of wedding, baby, and seasonal gifts. Hubbard City Drug, 200 North Magnolia Avenue, 254-576-2241 at HubbardCityDrug.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. You'll find no better selection of new and pre-owned vehicles in Central Texas than at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Dave Campbell's Texas football has released its 2021 preseason All-Texas team and Baylor had five players make the list. Terrell Bernard, Riley Tejada, and Jalen Petrie received first-team honors, while Connor Galvin and Tristan Ebner made the second team. The Texas Rangers begin a five-game road tour tonight in L.A. against Max Muncie and the Dodgers. The Rangers will play three games at Dodger Stadium before heading to Houston to take on the Astros early next week. You can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas with pregame set for 8.30 p.m. Baylor will host their second camp of the summer tomorrow at McLean Stadium from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag with Tom and Gary on Game Time. All right, 545, 15 away from 6. Don't forget, we will be broadcasting live to uh, Monday, rather, Monday at um, at Old Chicago Pizza. And uh, we'll be there uh, Monday afternoon. Look, should be a lot of fun, a lot of great prizes to give away. And uh, we'll tell you more about it on Monday afternoon. So keep that in mind. But, yeah, the first, by the way, the first 100 people through the door uh, starting at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to get free pizza for a year. Ooh, Not a bad that. deal. So, And then we'll have some other goodies that we will be giving away uh, and look forward to uh, to that. So there you go. Tomorrow morning, 945, right here on ESPN Central Texas, we'll have the uh, Fellowship of Christian 
Athletes of the Heart of Texas chapter of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Victory Bowl. Uh, Johnny Tusa will join me for the broadcast, 945 for the pregame. The kickoff is at 10 a.m. Tonight, they've got baseball and softball going on down at UMHB beginning at 630. And then, of course, the uh, volleyball game is tomorrow afternoon at 3 and the football game tomorrow morning at 10. Makes perfect sense when you're going to be in that heat. So they'll do that tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, USA Gymnastics announced today that uh, Diane Durham will be inducted into the 2021 Hall of Fame. 38 years after she became the first black gymnast to win the Senior National Championships and unfortunately four months after her death at the young age of 52. Long overdue. Glad it's finally happened. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. uh, (laughs) The Arizona Diamondbacks, 5-30 in their last 35 games, have fired their hitting coach. (laughs) Got to start somewhere, right? Fire them all. (laughs) 5-30. That's got to be the first of many. Sometimes it may may be the guy swinging the bat, not the guy telling him how to swing the bat when you're 5-30. But anyway. And then finally, the uh, NC State and Kansas State women's basketball programs, they're going to host – a preseason WNIT classic, but it's going to be a modified format. It's going to be eight teams, four at each campus. Uh-huh. No champion, just three games for everybody who's there, and then they'll have an all-tournament team. So huh. a little different WNIT than in years past. That is different. I mean, it, man, that's 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 interesting. <laughs> yep, it is. All right, and that is our grab bag for a Friday afternoon. It's 548, and this is ESPN Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers and Dodgers go at it tonight in Los Angeles. Line drive, left center, base hit. Here comes Lowe. Here comes the throw to the plate. Not in time. The Brock star. Brock Holt has won it for the Rangers. You do my baseball. Hi, everyone. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler and me. Swung on, hit in the air toward the left field corner. On the run. Tottenham can't get it. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 830 on the Rangers radio network. Rediscover the thrill of driving with power and exceptional handling and control in a new 2021 Cadillac from Richard Car Cadillac. Whether you drive the dynamic 2021 CT4 or CT5 sedan or the sporty and spacious XT4, XT5, or XT6 lineup of SUVs, starting at only 32.9, the Cadillac of your dreams is waiting now to make your 2021 an exceptional year at an affordable price. Test drive from the expansive selection at Richard Car Cadillac or let us bring a test drive to you. Go to richardcarcadillac.com to schedule a test drive today. The Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce and Partners will be hosting a free job fair Friday, June 18th at the Waco Convention Center from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. This is a free job fair, and many, many potential employers will be there. So if you're looking for a great job opportunity and a great company to work for, come to the Heart of Texas Hiring Fair. No RSVP required. Just show up, dress professionally, bring copies of your resume, and be ready for the on-spot interviews. So come meet your new employer at the free Heart of Texas Hiring Fair Friday, June 18th at the Waco Convention Center from 10 until 2 in downtown Waco. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Don't miss country legend Doug Stone. Friday night, June 25th at the Waco Hippodrome Theater in Waco. Tickets start at just $20 and can be purchased at WacoHippodromeTheater.com. Proudly presented by Shooter FM, Kicker Country, and JMT Music Entertainment. I need a jukebox with a country song. All right, 5.50, 10 away from 6 as we uh, kind of wind things down here for a Friday afternoon. Boy, it has been fun today. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to uh, uh, Mark Finkner out in Lubbock, Texas, for being on the program. Scott Chasen up in Lawrence, Kansas, for being on the program. Todd Berry, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association. And to Jared Sandler of the Ranger Radio Network for being on the show. That is going to do it for us here on a Friday afternoon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in the morning at 9.45 from Panther Stadium in Hewitt for the uh, Victory Bowl. Until then, have yourself a great weekend. And if not, we'll see you Monday at 4 right here on ESPN Central Texas.